Well, hello everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. Uh, Family life is different this year. It is radically different this year, you know. Life is different. It's like you wake up in an upside down world. You know, uh, what in the world? Who even knows what's going to happen next? Yeah. Uh, well, God knows and we don't. And that's about <laughs> all I could say on that. So, uh, did you see that cartoon, Hal, with the two Christians coming out of church? Mm. And one of them says, now remind me, what chapter of Revelation are we on this month? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. okay, um, we're not going in that direction. No, but the fact it's is, a kind of weird year, though, y'all. It, it is, is a, weird. It is a disruptive summer right now. I had to make a little run out to a local store this afternoon, and I'm all properly masked up and everything. So, well, you know what? Since the weather has warmed up, that has become a little more of an issue. You it's know? pretty hard when it's, like, it's 100 degrees outside. You know? Know? And, and I was I was wearing the uh, I was wearing that heavy mask that we've that we got for putting down uh, uh, insecticides and stuff. So you know I'm sort of like ducking around the corners where nobody's here and picking the mask and go, <laughs> get some oxygen into it. Oh gosh, so so yeah. yeah so we're everybody's making adjustments and learning how to do things differently but you know one of the biggest adjustments is just we're home a lot more everybody's home a lot more and you know i was just talking to your mom this morning that you know your your nephews mm -hmm. have for years participated every summer mm -hmm. in a church um activity that, that helps people with their houses mm -hmm. it's all been canceled and you know it as some people have pointed out, and they're quite right, you know, suddenly everybody found themselves homeschooling, but not not like the homeschooling that the homeschoolers enjoy, because the no. homeschoolers are not able to do what the homeschoolers do. No, because well, normally you know? we have co-ops and history club and football, and there's nothing. And, yeah. you know, so we're getting a lot of questions this summer as people are looking and saying, okay, camp's been canceled. Mm -hmm. Um uh, baseball baseball's season. canceled. Football's mm -hmm. canceled. Mm -hmm. um, football camps are canceled. Yep. Um, uh, band camp is canceled. Art classes and dance studio are closed. The gym is closed. Yeah. I mean, so it's really is, it really is a big change. And a it's lot a of things that a lot of things that people maybe have planned to do or have always done during the summer just aren't happening. And so, you know, we, we talked to, we had a radio interview this morning and that was one of the questions, you know, what can we do when we're all on a lockdown, even though they're starting to reopen things, but it's not the same. Well, you it's know, not everything. Well, what can of, we do? A lot of people had even their vacations canceled, you know, where they, they plan to go on a trip and now the trip's not working out. You know, one of our kids is getting married and yeah. four or five days before the wedding, he gets an email and says, um, from the resort they were planning to go to. And the, yeah. and they said, the mayor of our town has said, we have to cancel half our reservations for yeah. social distancing. So your reservation is canceled. Yeah. Say, so, Oh, okay. The week, of the, the week of the oh, wedding. That was stressful. The week of the wedding, your honeymoon suddenly took a nosedive. What do you do? What that do you, was really stressful. Well, okay. They found a place. They, the place. they, had, they a had a great, great honeymoon. Time, yes. They're back home. Everything is just swell. But but a lot of people are looking at what mm -hmm. they normally would do during the summer isn't available. Mm -hmm. You know, the act, outside activities, the places that they would go, the things they would normally do are not as available. And so what, what can you do to keep from going crazy? Well, I think the first thing 
the first thing they do, like they, like they say on uh, Southwest air, um, first stop screaming. You know, we have, I think we have a natural, you know, stress to say it's not supposed to be this way. This is so inconvenient. I'm so disappointed. Life is not what I planned for it to be. Okay. But you know what? It is what it is. Now let's see, what are we going to do next? Cause we can shake our fists at the sky and, and whatnot, but it, it's, we've got to figure out what we're going to do. I mean, we can't, we can only stay angry for so long. Um, and One thing I that think, we're going to do is plug in everything. So I did see a little. Away. I did see a little change <laughs> in the light. Right. Yes. Well, you know, but in the, related to that, why I brought that up is to recognize that you've got to deal with your family's reality. Okay. We we saw this just in our own lives because you know we have a business that we run from home. It's a family oriented business. We became extremely busy. Well, but normally we would be traveling all over the country. Right. And we every conference that we've had since March 1st has been canceled. And so yeah. normally mm -hmm. we're traveling all over the country, all over the mm -hmm. continent or further mm -hmm. during this time of year. And we haven't been traveling at all. I expected we would have a lot of free time. But instead, in God's mercy, he multi he multiplied our subscription box. Because, Pass crate, because and we are helping the people with time on their hands to fill up that time with useful activities. And so, that's so exploded. We've been spending all our time on that. Okay. And, and so, 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 so recognize that your family is different from the family next door and that's okay. So you, you can't, you know, compare other people's to situations. Right, because some people are busier, some people are less busy, but we are nearly all more at home. And, and all of us so are, are our kids and all of us are disrupted, whether it's, more activity you or know, no activity. It's, it's a disruption. I think one thing that we can definitely do with this time that we're spending more time with our kids, more time with our family mm -hmm. is focusing on relationship because, you know, we're Christians. We want our children to serve the Lord, mm -hmm. but the research shows that the, the biggest predictor of whether or not a child raised in the faith mm -hmm. will continue in the faith as an adult is do they have a good relationship with their Christian mother or their Christian father? Mm. And so even on his heart thing mm -hmm. as, you know, teaching your children what you believe mm. relationship makes a huge difference. And let's, let's be brutally honest. Um, this is a time when everybody's under stress and, Stress is going to find every crack in your character. And so it your does. relationships are going you to be irritable. under stress because you'll be short tempered. I've, I've had to apologize to my children more often than, than usual, just because I'm hot and bothered and worried and stressed. And well, we had a stressful spring. We had a stressful I had spring. had brain surgery. It was crazy. It's been, no, a you slept through it. <laughs> it's been a stressful year for all of us. And yeah. so, it's easy to get irritable. It's easy to get short with our families. And yet mm -hmm. relationship makes such a big difference. You know, most of our kids are grown up now. We still have kids at home, mm -hmm. but we have a lot of grown kids. You know, you can't make them call you or take your phone calls. You know, it's the relationship that you've got with that child yes. that makes the, that makes the one who has a choice in the matter now still want to pick up the phone or to knock on the door. Well, I love it when, you know, they call and they want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. That's priceless, but 
the roots of that are built years before then when they're still in your home. Well, you know, speaking of home, <laughs> there's a lot more of this year is at home. So, so how, how do you build let, a relationship? Let's use this opportunity. Well, okay. So I think one of the things, this is a good thing, a good time to practice learning to listen to your child. Yes. You know what? To, to make eye contact. And that's harder when everybody is, is individually binging on Netflix. Although I think everybody's watched Netflix now. I think that they're done, with, there. they're done with Netflix. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing else. And Amazon Prime and Hulu. No, but honestly, you know, you really do need to, if you don't have the habit already, you really need to develop the habit when your child or your mate speaks to you, look at them, look up, put and down your make, phone or your computer and look at them. Because I hear mm -hmm. people saying all the time, how do I get my teenager off his device? He doesn't hear what I say. And I want to say, do you put down your phone when he talks to you? Do you hear a word he has to say? Because if we want our kids to listen to us, we have to listen to them. And so listen to them. Even if they're talking about stuff you think is stu stupid, even if they want to talk about Minecraft again mm -hmm. or whatever game they're currently playing right. again. Right. You know, even if they want to talk about Legos again, when you listen to them, you're showing them that you care about them as a person, you know, not just because they're your project, mm. but because you care about who they are and that makes them far more likely to listen to you. Mm -hmm. But you know, a lot of it too is just being together and that can be as um, simple and profitable as saying, Hey, come work with me, you know, come change the oil. You're going to be driving soon. Let's learn how to change a tire or change the oil. Well, and, but you know, that still takes kind of a, a change of our thinking if we're not in the habit of doing it, you know, that, um, you know, we may, we may say, well, I've got time off from work, so I'm going to finish this, this and that project around the house, or I've got this thing I need to do, or I've got, or I'm working from home and I've got whatever. You, you still need to say, well, even though we're in the same room, if we're not doing th something together, it doesn't count the same way. And so, it can be hard to make yourself do this because sometimes you're thinking it's going to take me longer if I get them involved or it's yeah. going to be harder. I remember one time when you were changing the ceiling fans Yes. and you said, you told me to take the kids and go somewhere because it was so stressful to you working up there with your hands above your head. Yeah. I, I, my, uh, my good manners slipped real badly when I had to do that kind of job. So I just said, please go away. I don't want you to see the monster I'm about to become. <laughs> that but you know but, you really do need to say you know just just make it your rule don't go anywhere don't do anything alone now i need to remind myself that too but, yeah but, but look you know, around and say, say is there a child i can wrap up in this yeah to say hey i gotta run down to the post office you you're not busy come on come on and ride with me you know just to spend the time two of you doing something together i think that we forget that relationships take time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those really important conversations happen just because we've had enough time together. That you just sort of happen to randomly be together. Yeah. And yeah. so we have to arrange for that. Mm. And so, and working together is a great way to do it because we all want our kids to be more diligent. Right. And we work side by side and we can be an example to them and encouragement to them. Mm -hmm. And, instead of giving them a task that they feel is overwhelming to say, Hey, let's work on this together mm -hmm. has a whole different perspective to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
working together is a good way to build a relationship during this time. Right. Spend time together. You can play together. You can play together. And that takes all kinds of levels, you know, depending on the age of the child, you know, that might be their imaginative playtime or, or helping set up the dollhouse or, well, or my drive mom, little cars or whatever. One of my mother's grandchildren lives in another country. Yes. And she has play dates with him over Skype or FaceTime mm -hmm. where they arrange to meet at a certain time and they just, they play pretend together. Mm -hmm. He'll say, she'll say, we want to play today. And I'll say, let's play that we have a dinosaur park or let's play that we're astronauts. And she just plays with him and she's built, she's had such an influence in his life that she would have never been able to have. He's in another country and in a, a mm -hmm. time zone that's very awkward. Yep. And yet they've been able to, to build a relationship together by her entering into his world. And, you know, this is a time, this is a time when maybe you teach your child something that's important to you, you know, say, Hey, let me show you how to, let me show you how to clean, you know, whatever, you, you know, to, to uh, set up a fishing rod, you know, teach them how to cast or, or clean teach them how to use, teach them how to use your camera or, Show them how to use oh, the scary, show them how to use the yard equipment. Oh, that's a actually that would yield some benefits. And I tell you what, you teach it, you teach that young guy how to how to use the riding lawnmower safely. He'll he'll keep it cut. Oh man, he'll love that. But but you know, this is also a time when you could say, hey, you know what, I I really admire how you do this. Can you show me? I I had a I saw something that was so sweet just this past week. One of our adult sons was visiting, you know, he's got his own life, his own home, place and all. And he was visiting with us while we were uh, down at the lake. His younger sister is quite an accomplished artist. She's got a real gift for it. And she was, um, she was out doing some plein air painting. She was just painting little, do a little sketches and watercolor. And so he sat down with her and said, look, you, can I, can I paint with you? She said, sure. And so they're sharing the brushes, they're sharing the paint and he's, you know, he's just learning still, but just to see the two of them say, look, we're going to enter into this activity together. This is a bonding moment. They're 14 years apart. And yeah. you know, it was really, it was really cool. And you could do this with your children. You could do this with your mate. Yeah. You know? So after the break, we'll talk about more practical ways to engage your kids and then make it through this summer where everything's canceled. We talk about sharing things. One thing that some parents are finding is useful to share is Craftsman Crate. This is our subscription box to teach artisanal skills. It's something new every month. It's an introduction to some hobby or craft or skill. And it has absolutely everything you need. So no trips to the store, no need to put on the mask for this. Mm -hmm. It has real tools, real skills. It has all the materials you need. Mm -hmm. And it, and we've done so many cool things. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done wood carving and basketry and tin punch, like the mm -hmm. tin punch lanterns they used to use in colonial days. Right. right. Scrimshaw and candle making and all kinds yeah. of things. It's Check something it new out every month at craftsmancrate.com. All right. We want to thank you for joining us for making biblical family life practical. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. We are talking about ways that you can engage your kids and make the most of this enforced time together during the pandemic, even in the slow stages of reopening that our 
our governments seem to be taking. Um, all right, so we were talking about how you you know just learning to listen, to be present, to see actually see our family members, not just as shapes that walk past. To listen periphery. about what they want to talk about. Right. To make you know, eye contact. To make eye contact, to mm -hmm. put down our phones or our computers and really focus on our family. Right. And to get along to to listen to them because if you want them to listen to you, you gotta listen to them. Mm -hmm. We talked about working together, you know, mm -hmm. getting out there and doing the yard work or the housework or projects together, mm -hmm. um, taking on new tasks, learning new things, you know. We were just mm -hmm. starting to talk about playing together. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've noticed that our middle schoolers really have enjoyed mm -hmm. is playing games together, playing board games, mm -hmm. playing card games. Right. You know, it's a way that they can test their skill mm -hmm. against the rest of the family. It's a way it gathers everybody together without the devices. And, and that is, that's a positive thing. You know, well, it, it's good, hard. We, you know, we have teenagers and our 20 somethings who are visiting us from college or whatever, and right. everybody's got their device and it's, it's boring for the kids who don't have them. You know, they, they, that's why they're always saying, dad, can I have your iPad or something? Mm -hmm. But playing board games together, I have very happy memories of playing board games when I was a kid. I have some happy memories from just the past few weeks. You know, and yeah. so, so that's a great thing to do. Do puzzles together, do games together, mm -hmm. learn a new hobby together. We talked mm -hmm. about Craftsman Crate during the break. Right. Um, but yeah, Craftsman Crate has exploded during this time because people have been try willing to try some new things while they've been at home. Yep. So, um, so yeah, work together. You can play together. Um, you know what? Some projects are good. Now, now there are things which we are doing around the house, you know, it's like, my project today is to trim the bushes in the front. That's not what I'm talking about. What we're talking about, although that's important, what I'm talking about is maybe build something together. Yeah. You know, maybe, and it might be, it might be both maintenance and a project like, hey, why don't we repaint your room? You know, yeah. or, or something like that. But like, we've done some interesting things over the years, just, just kind of, well, I don't know other families that have done much of this. I don't know we anyone just, who's done this. I thought you were crazy when you suggested it. Well, several years ago, um, we borrowed a canoe from a friend when we went on vacation for the summer and we really enjoyed it. Well, when I went, you know, went out looking, you know, thinking, Oh, surely there's used canoes all over the place that nobody's using. No, there weren't. And the ones that were there were not cheap and we just didn't have the budget for it. And then I discovered some old books, like 1910, about building boats. And we thought, really? He thought, really? Well, I, I, thought, I was just, yeah. Normal people don't build boats, Al. Well. Well, then we did. So, so we thought, eh, why not? Well, we did a little research to find out, yeah, there's a whole community online of people that build boats. And like they had contests to who could, who could design a usable boat using only one sheet of plywood. No kidding. And we built our first boat using one of those plans and it was incredible. And so we have built, how did we, we counted the other day. Three, 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 three or ones, four of the small five. ones. We have built a total of, of five boats. Yes. As a family. We built a one sheet skiff, which is a small boat. Several of those. We've we built, built three of those. A bigger. A bigger one that took two sheets of. Yes. Two sheets of plywood. We built la last and year, year before last, we built a canoe. We built a 16 foot canoe and you know, and one we, of the things we love it. It's and so much fun. Yeah. And one of the things we learned doing this is it doesn't have to be super complex. 
and it doesn't have to be, um, you know, we, we've got, we've got a project that we're kind of, this is our over the rainbow type of project to build a cedar strip canoe. But that is, that's a big, that's a big deal. What we're talking about is something that's basically glued together out of plywood and it may last a couple or three years if you keep it painted and wrap it up at the end of the season, but you just enjoy it together. We've had so much fun doing that. And, and uh, by the way, if you're interested in that, we do have a downloadable resource on our website. Go to raisingrealmen.com. We have a, an, an ebook on building your own canoe and it's got links to a whole series of YouTube videos that we did showing us building this canoe. So that's an interesting resource. And it's something you can do in just a week or so, you know, as a family project. And it might be built. I remember one summer, my dad built a tree house with us. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be building a tree house. One year we built a deck. It might be building boats, but doing some kind of ongoing project like that can give you a reason to get up in the morning and get outside. You know, reason to do things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really valuable when everything's canceled. So your kids aren't laying in the bed till noon and then staying up till two in the morning playing on their devices. You and I built a deck yes, we before did. we sold a house one time. And I have that. That's just like engraved in the memory. I remember that. My arms felt like needles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we nailed all those nails by hand. Yeah. We didn't buy a gun. We, we nailed it with a hammer. Yep. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, all of those things, you know, these are things we can, we can look at the situation right now and we can be so frustrated and so unhappy and dismayed by it. Or we can say, well, this isn't what I planned. What can I do with it? Because you do have opportunities mixed in with the disruption. Well, you know, another thing you can do is do some, is do an adventure. Like, well, like it might be something as simple as we're going to sleep out in the backyard. If you've got little kids, mm -hmm or even camp out in the living room to some, a big adventure, like going backpacking or hiking somewhere in the wilderness. Well, again, I, you know, we did a lot of, we've done a lot of camping as we traveled around the country and realized it doesn't have to be super complex. No, it doesn't have to. I mean, if you're just going to a, a state park or something with a, a campground, you just take that tent that you saved from your boy scout days or whatever. And, and just, just go out there and sleep for the night. It doesn't you know, have it to doesn't, be perfect. You it doesn't have to be elaborate. You don't have to invest in a lot of sleeping bags. You can take bedding from home. You can, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can make do uh -huh. and have a lot of fun doing that. You can just go on day hikes, but just doing something a little adventurous is fun for building a relationship with your kids. And that can be um, big or small. You know, you don't have to travel to, to China to have an adventure. Mm-mm. No. You can do, you can explore the state parks near you. You know, you can even have little adventures around your neighborhood. You might go geocaching, mm -hmm. you know, where you look for geocache, try to find them by your GPS. Mm -hmm. Yes. Orienteering, following map making. Our kids love, love map making just for fun. They love making up imaginary places and doing map making. I read somewhere that there is a geocache on the international space station. How do you figure the coordinates for that? That's really weird. If it's moving around all the time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. Anyway, there, there's pro there's probably spatial coordinates. Ooh. Okay. okay. So I didn't know that geocache on the space station. That's really interesting. I you know it can, is. It's on the space station. You can yeah. also do virtual adventures. Like what? Like you can watch movies together. 
pop some popcorn and watch an, maybe a movie from your childhood with your kids. You know what or, we have done sometimes as a date night thing is move the furniture around in the, in the living room and make kind of a dinner theater out of yeah, it. Set up watch, some tables and have up, dinner. Set up and, a folding table and have dinner sitting on the couch watching a movie. I love to do that. Just, just something. Yeah. You can do those kind of things. You can also do audiobooks or read alouds. Mm -hmm. And this is a great time to share the books that were precious to you as a child with mm -hmm. your kids or to discover some new classics because doing that kind of thing, we've got some great ones on our site. If you want to check that out, mm -hmm. but the, the thing is to share ideas, to share experiences because they shared it. Yeah. How do you make friends? You make friends with people that share your interest and that you share experiences with. Mm -hmm. And when we choose to do those things with our family, to create shared interests, to create shared experiences, mm -hmm. we help our kids become better friends. We become friends with our kids. You know, as your kids leave home, your relationship transforms. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you'll, you'll always be their mother or father, but a friendship aspect enters in that's really been a lot of fun. You know, something, something that I've watched you and our older sons develop and, and I've entered into it some as well. We're all readers and we all have little different tastes on things. Well, Melanie and the, and the older boys started swapping some books around and now they're, they're like avidly trading them back and forth saying when the new one comes out, it's like, okay, who gets to read it first? All right, then I get it next. And you know, you've and got kind I've of like introduced a, them to some of my authors and they've introduced me to some of theirs. So it's kind of like a fan club. So we've got several, there's several authors and we've got an episode of the podcast where we talk about books that we've enjoyed together and that many in our family have enjoyed too. That that's a great thing. You know, when you get them, when you get a common interest introduced into your family life, whether it's, music by a certain artist or books by a certain author or travel to a particular region or whatever it is, you know, that's something that builds memories and it builds bonds and you've got an opportunity to explore when you're together. And you know, it's like the Lord kind of set the reset button here. Mm -hmm. He slowed us all down. You know, he's taken away all those outside activities that kept us running all the things that we might send our kids off to mm -hmm. that's gone. Even the good things, even good things, but those distractions have been slowly being removed, mm -hmm. you know, or suddenly being removed. And I think that, I think we need to embrace it, not resist it mm -hmm. and say, okay, Lord, what do you have for me to learn during this time? What, how would you, how do you want me to spend this time with my kids mm -hmm. and actively seek ways to build those shared interests and shared experiences that will form the foundation for your relationship in years to come. We've mentioned a lot of resources that we have available. You can mm -hmm. find those at raisingrealmen.com mm -hmm. and at craftsmancrate.com. Mm -hmm. We have an um, a character building audiobook library of the books that our adult kids said most influenced their characters growing up. Mm -hmm. And you can find that at raisingrealmen.com. We have the canoe book, lots of resources out there. Check it out at raisingrealmen.com. Mm -hmm. We're everywhere on social media at Raising Real Men. We have loved talking to you. Hal has mm -hmm. a phone number that you can call to give us feedback mm -hmm. or to ask questions or to suggest future shows. So we would love to hear from you on our listener interaction line. That's at 919-295-0321. Okay. Once again, that's 919-295-0321. And that's where you can leave your comments. 
let us hear from you. And who knows? You got a good question. We might actually have your voice on the podcast. Sometime. And don't forget to leave comments below to follow us wherever you listen and to review us so that other people can find us. Okay. So thanks for joining us. We know there's many things you could do with your time and we appreciate your investment of a little bit of it with us today. Until the next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.